Good evening, you guys. It is August, Wednesday, August 5th, 2015. And I know that I have been absolutely MIA. And um, for that, I apologize. I think the last time I did a podcast, I was in Vegas. Um, So it's been a while. I'm going to catch you up on everything that I have going on. And I'm going to answer five questions tonight um and keep asking me the questions on my website so the website is mytaughtyou.com um still got journals those are those are dwindling uh i love seeing all of the messages that you guys are tagging me in on instagram about how you are now completing more than you ever have in life which is so amazing and i know that everybody thinks that this is going to be such a big, deep, long, hard process, but it's really quite simple. And I'm glad that you found my method useful. So I, it is 10 43 PM and I just woke up not too long ago from a nap and I haven't had a nap in I don't know how long, but came home from work and I had all these bright ideas. I have so much stuff to do. Um, But my body just literally, I walked to uh, dinner and came back and my body just quit on me. So the month of July was absolutely brutal for me. I was in New Orleans. If you guys uh, saw me, I did some work at the Essence Festival. I went to Virginia for a speaking engagement, went to Vegas uh, for some work. We did our first ever Crowbox Awards out there went to New York on business. Um, I moved out of my old house in July. I bought a new house, which I am currently in. And that whole process was, um, something crazy, which I'll probably podcast about that really soon. Just the whole selection process and, you know, kind of like picking a house a little bit or a lot outside of my budget, but forcing myself to just kind of stretch a bit. And I put my budget so low, Uh, so I think that this was a total stretch, but I'll be able to grow into this house, which is really exciting. Uh, July was my most profitable business, uh, profitable month in business ever. So, uh, that was really huge for me to have done all of that in July and to still really, uh, busted wide open professionally was crazy. Like, I don't even know how I did it. Um, In some very exciting news, I was contacted on behalf of the CEO of Starbucks and Common to speak at their 100,000 Opportunities Initiative next week in Chicago. So if you don't know about it, I'm going to say it again so you can write it down and Google it. It should be very epic, but I was like, it's such an honor to be invited to do something like that. So there's a presentation that's involved. I have been doing that, but... I go on vacation tomorrow, which I am so thrilled. Like I, you have no idea how badly I need this, want this. And so taking a break, but before I took off, I wanted to take a moment to chat with you. So I've got five questions, uh, from you tonight that I'm going to go through. I've kind of just skimmed through them. So when I read these tonight, it'll be, they're pretty fresh for me. So Um, let's just see how I feel about them. And I know that you will all find these useful. This is kind of like a work series because a lot of these are about like coworkers and in college, uh, figuring out your future. So without further ado, let me get into these questions. Uh, my lead, my supervisor speaks in circles 
and repeats what you asked her without actually giving you an answer. She gives no direct feedback on quality of work. She tells you your work is great and then changes it behind your back. New feel for me. I don't feel like I'm growing. She gives me perfect vows. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of people put way too much weight on like their supervisors guiding their careers, you know? Um, at the end of the day, most people are concerned about themselves. Um, most people who are within an organization that are supervising, managing, leading are concerned about themselves. Um, even though they are supervising you, they are concerned about themselves. So, this sounds like a person who is concerned about herself. She doesn't sound like she really cares about your growth and development, which to me um, means that you need to make a decision. Um, if you have if you have your goals in place about the kind of work environment that you want to be in and the kind of feedback that you need and the kind of team that you need to be on, then this doesn't sound like the place for you. Um, she can tell you your work is great and change you behind your back. She can do all of that. She doesn't, she can talk in circles. She can do anything that she wants to do. The bottom line is that you said, I don't feel like I'm growing. You need to go somewhere that you can grow because anything that doesn't grow is dead. And so she has proven that she is not the kind of person that is good for you to grow professionally. So either join another team. Um, I don't think that this is a situation that's worth having a conversation about. Um, she probably doesn't care and that's okay. So I don't know how you feel about this, but I would likely move on. Um, question number two. Hi, I've been in my job for two years and I've been a supervisor for seven months. Some of the ladies I supervise are very unprofessional and disrespectful. We recently had a meeting and one older lady made a negative indirect comment about me. Should I have a discussion with her about what was said? Um, this one's going to be tough because I don't know what the negative indirect comment was. So um, that's a tough one because if she, I don't know how you received what she said. Um, when you are, it sounds like you are new to the job. And if you're working with women that are unprofessional and disrespectful, there's a chance that you may have some sensitivity to some of the things that these women are saying. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I know a lot of times when I'm new to things, um, and I'm working with a group, it's easy for me to take things personal that may not necessarily be personal because I'm on edge and I'm sensitive and I'm insecure about my position. So anything that they say is going to probably um, put me on red alert. So that's what, when you said negative indirect comment, indirect was a red flag for me to go, hmm, I don't know about this one. Uh, so when somebody disrespects you directly in front of people, you have to stop them right in that moment. Like you cannot waste a single second of like, you have to just say, I'm sorry. You know, you have to literally stop them in that moment and say, this was rude. Now that was rude. I mean, I've said that, you know, I've had people who say some things and I'm like, well, that, that just offended me or that's offensive. You know, you have to bring it up right in the moment because after that, it just, it's, it's hard to discuss something when people are kind of being indirect or sneaky or sly because, oh, that's not what I meant. Oh, that's not what I said. Like, stop it 
right in the moment. So I think that it is, uh, late, a little bit late to have a discussion. And I know that I'm late answering your question. So I am sorry for that, but I don't think it's worth a discussion at this point. I think that you should manage your, um, manage your sensitivity level with this group. Um, and then as things come up right on the spot, as long as they are clear and direct, check them. When people are doing like those little sideways, slide comments, just ignore those. Ignore those because those are just designed to attempt to get your attention and distract you from job at hand. You are there for a job to manage these people and anything that anybody is saying that is trying to be cute or sly ain't got nothing to do with you. I would just let it go and keep it moving. So um, that's that. Question number three. How do you handle messy, petty coworkers? One of my company's admin assistants is always gossiping and being all up in other people's business. I'm an employee who minds my business and recently she quote unquote came for me and tried to get me in trouble with my boss. How do you handle these type of people? I swear to you, I get these questions so often that I wonder where the heck are people working? Um, I don't tolerate like messiness or pettiness from anybody. So I definitely don't do that kind of work environment. Um, and I think that people who gossip all the time are pretty like, they stand out like a sore thumb and everybody knows that that's what they do. So nobody really believes what they say, you know, not anybody with any common sense. So, um, I don't know what you mean when she says she came for you. So that's a thing that I, I again, uh, would have to know what happened. So to see how sensitive you may be to some of these things, I'm starting to feel like a lot of times there might be some, I'm overly sensitive. You know, if she tried to get you in trouble with your boss, then that's a conversation that you need to have. So back in the day, I was working with a client and he had somebody working for him, and that guy contacted my boss. Now, first things first, my boss knew the type of work that I did, so anytime somebody would try to call and tell on me, it literally, like, didn't work because, A, my boss didn't care because I was turning in, you know, excellent work, and it's kind of just like, who are you? Um, But on the flip side, I definitely did get in touch with him about that. You know, it's like, wow... I like while his tattling on me did nothing, I wanted to let him know for any other thing he might have thought of trying to do to me that I definitely was not the one. And so that's how I handle those kinds of things. It's like you have to get these people together. Um, and then I would just let her know, like whatever it is that she said, cause she didn't really come for you. If she, if she told on you behind your back, like that was cowardly and sneaky, you know? So that's not really truly coming for somebody. That's just being, you know, a coward. And I would just confront said coworker like, Hey, you know, it's my understanding because you don't really know if this is like telephone, like she told somebody and this got back to you. You could use that as the the way that you approach the situation. So you could say it 
it ha it has gotten back to me that you said this, this, and this. And I'd like to know one if you said it because you unless somebody said it to to you directly, they didn't say it. So you need to ask. And then whether or not this person tells the truth or says they said they now know that if they do that again, that they're gonna have to deal with you, you know? And that's what you always want people to know. If you do X to me, you're going to have to deal with me every single time. So that's how I deal with those kind of people. And that's what you should do. And I just think that you should be prepared to deal with conflict in the workplace. Everybody should be prepared to deal with some sort of conflict in the workplace because we're all humans. We all were raised differently. We all communicate differently. We all work differently. And so that's why I'm really, um, I really try to work hard to manage my sensitivities to people and not take things so serious. Like, I mean, just right in this moment, I am like going back and forth over email with someone and it's really getting trivial and mildly petty. And it's just this thing of like, and I'm also being petty, like, don't get it twisted. I'm a part of the problem because it's just like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. Uh, but you know, it's par for the course every now and then I'm not taking it personal though. I'm just understanding that this is going to be the communication flow with this person, but I'm always, when it gets too far, I say something so that we don't go past where I'm going to be way uncomfortable. That makes sense. Anyway, uh, hope that helps. Next question. Um, and this one was interesting and I get a ton of these all the time and that's why I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about this once and for all. My league, I've been wanting to start a business for a while, but I'm lost in how to start it. I don't know where to begin, how to get up and going. Any help would be appreciated. Like these questions are so difficult because it's like, are you serious? You know, um, why do you want to start a business? I get this all the time. Are you trying to solve a need? in the world because that is really why one should be starting a business. One should be attempting to solve a problem. So when you contact me and say, I want to start a business, the real thing that you should say is that I'm attempting to solve a problem. What is the problem that you're trying to solve? Once you know what kind of problem you are trying to solve, that will help you start it. So this is the problem. This is how you solve it what are some steps in solving said problem? Um, and that is kind of how you would get started. Um, that is how you begin. And then in terms of getting it up and getting going, there are a multitude of ways to get a business up and going. It just depends on what kind of business it is. Is it a product business? Is it a service business? Um, I don't know. So when you say any help would be appreciated, that's the help that I have for you. And for those of you who, I, I imagine that a lot of the people that follow me are entrepreneurial. Again, I have posted a ton of podcasts. If you're very, very early in your career, some of my favorite podcasts are like the first one. So if you can scroll, like my networking podcast is really awesome. And I think that's one of my first a uh, couple of ones. I think I did two or I was supposed to, but that's really a fun one. And I even did a podcast several years ago on how to start a business um, where I talk about the naming of your business. And I talk about a lot of different things that I think will be helpful for you. So I love that so many of you want to start businesses. The world needs you. We absolutely need you. But 
think about the problem that you're going to solve in the world first, and that will help you get started. Okay. Next up. My league, I'm a college student and trying to figure out my future. Join the club, girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know anybody in the field that I'm interested in, but I have researched online and found people I'm interested in talking with. How should I approach a professional online for advice, mentoring, and have them take me seriously? Um, you know, I get contacted by so many people all the time. And if you're listening to this and you've contacted me and I haven't responded, it's purely because I just don't have the time. So every single day I get people who guess my email address or, um, contact me through my social media and they want to get together and they say they want to either pick my brain or they want to take me to lunch or dinner. And I am not sure. I think I Snapchatted about this. If you're on Snapchat, I'm obsessed with Snapchat. You can find me on Snapchat just at my leak. But I said that like a lot of times when you are attempting to contact a person who is, you know, succeeding at what they're doing, they already have it down, you know? So a free lunch from you is not really, that's like a, a consultation. So if what you are truly looking for is a consultation from another professional, you should contact them and ask them how much they charge for an hour consultation or two hour consultation. That's the respectful thing to do. And what you'll find when you approach someone and you approach them respectfully, most times they won't take your money and they will go ahead and chat with you because it's just like, wow, this person really respected my time. Um, Another thing you should be prepared for is that they don't want to talk to you or deal with you. You know, imagine how many other people um, are contacting them and what kind of value you have to ask yourself, what kind of value or exchange can I bring to this person's life? You know, you may not be able to have any. You may simply ask them if you can ask them two questions via email. The whole thing is that you really just want to be respectful of their time. Know that they're likely going to say no. They may not have any advice for you. They may not want to mentor you. Um, but that's okay. You just have to keep going. When I was um, really strongly pursuing entrepreneurship, I simply reached out to every single entrepreneur that I knew and asked them if they would just, you know, grab coffee with me. Coffee is, show, you know, really early. You can... Most people will do it before they get into their day. It's super cheap for you. Um, coffee meetings can't last very long, and everybody knows that. You know, a cup of coffee goes quite quickly. And I would just talk to them about their experiences as an entrepreneur. Everybody didn't say yes, you know, but I figured you, if you get enough people on board, then uh, you'll be able to get some help with that. But like, they may not take you seriously. Most people don't take you seriously until you pro you have proven yourself. I've learned that. You know, it's like. Pre-curlbox, I was doing all kinds of things, and I thought I was so hot, and I thought I was just, you know, look at me. I got it going on. I'm doing all these great things, but people didn't care. So sometimes people don't take you seriously until you truly put a dent in the world. So be prepared to do that also. Um, so I hope that that helps you out. Super light with the questions, and I'm really sorry. And like I said, I just wanted to get something to you um, and check in with you. And as always... Uh, drop me a line, let me know how you're doing. Um, and I will definitely, as soon as I can get over this hump, I feel like once I get through August, um, I will be back in business. It's just been a totally grueling time of year for me. Um, anyway, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.